Hello, I'm Tim Cummins, President of ICCM, joined today by Paula Doyle, Global Head of Research and Analytics. Our topic is talent, how our world has changed. Now, since ICCM undertook its talent survey in late 2019, so much has changed. At that time, over 30% of the survey's respondents were expressing a relatively short-term wish to leave their current role by either switching company or switching career paths. The biggest complaints from contracts and commercial practitioners were the lack of clear growth opportunities and a failure by their organization to invest in its people. Less than a year on, almost 70% are concerned about whether they're going to have a job at all. Although contracts and commercial skills have been in heavy demand in many industries, the future is far from secure. With unemployment rates rising, it seems inevitable that we're going to face an employer's market and professionals in almost every discipline will need to give careful thought to how they stand out from the crowd. Yes, and among these worrying trends, there is, however, some good news. It is widely predicted that those who can demonstrate true talent will be in high demand. And that will certainly include top performers from the CCM community. Also, it is anticipated that geographic location will matter less, with working from home set to continue and the tools and training for remote working becoming far more sophisticated. For those who express concern about their employer's culture, it also appears that many organizations will work much harder to boost their reputation for fairness and high ethical and social values. According to McKinsey, the strategy consultants, 67% of HR executives expect to cut hiring over the next year, and 38% expect to cut training budgets. But that doesn't mean there won't be job opportunities or that there won't be training. A higher proportion of recruitment is likely to be for temporary or contract labor to maintain flexibility and ensure the right skill sets. And while some tra training budgets are cut, 29% plan an increase. And the fact that training will become virtual should also mean the same or more can be delivered at a reduced cost. So how can you best safeguard your future? Here are seven things you should be ready to demonstrate. First is your commitment to personal development. All the data shows a massive upsurge in individuals investing in their knowledge and their qualifications. That may be through gaining formal professional credentials or perhaps various forms of micro-learning, often with completion certificates. Expanding your competency at this time will also expand your options. But more importantly, it says that you're committed to your own career and abilities. Second, you need to impress with your ability to integrate and to learn. In a world of remote working, employers need workers who fit in fast and easily. So you need to make sure you're demonstrating and can describe that capability through the way that you operate within teams, the way that you use varied communication methods, and the way you extract information to learn. 
develop your digital credentials. In tough market conditions, increased speed and reduced costs will be critical to, to survival. And it is clear that digitization is a top priority. In general, that is not a talent widely associated with the contracts and commercial community. So anyone who can show meaningful capability and understanding of digitization in the CCM field will have a distinct advantage. Make sure you can illustrate your grasp of key technologies in the context of robotic process automation, machine learning, natural language processing, blockchain, and computable contracts. These are the future, and the pandemic has made reaching that future far more urgent than it was last year. You need to, to demonstrate your prowess at networking. A virtual world changes how and where we network. The pandemic makes it far more important and virtual working actually makes it far easier. What networking groups are you part of? How will those connections benefit your career? And how will they benefit the insights and outsights you bring to your employer? Virtual working groups, roundtables, online learning cohorts are all readily available. If you have advanced skills, promote yourself by speaking at virtual conferences or in specialist webinars, write blogs or LinkedIn posts. Be thoughtful about who you need to connect with and what is it about you that will make them want to connect. And be ready for temporary assignments. If you are challenged with the need to find a new job, don't limit yourself to full-time opportunities. Temporary or contract positions will be far more common and they offer the chance to expand your connections and your experience. It certainly makes sense to keep your hand in while waiting for better opportunities. And don't forget to practice remote interviewing. Whatever openings come your way, it's highly probable that any interviews will be virtual. So how will you distinguish yourself online, um, particularly in a positive way? Basic self-awareness is obviously essential and you can easily practice with friends or family members. But beyond this, make sure that you're truly comfortable with using different technologies with simple tasks like screen sharing or operating in a breakout group. Because yes, some interviews may indeed include multiple candidates and involve some form of teamwork or comparative activity. Research your interviewer and their organization. Understand, for example, their attitudes to likely dress codes or levels of informality. You need to convince the interviewer that you will be a perfect fit. And Tim, the one that I'm particularly passionate about, develop your leadership skills. The pandemic has highlighted gaps in leadership ability and skills, both in business and in governments around the world. Our research indicates that some leaders have risen to the challenge, adopting a more hands-on approach to managing staff virtually. As the needs of individuals change, true leaders adapt how they lead and how they deliver. Some, however, have failed abysmally during this time to properly support their workers, who have felt increasing amounts of pressure from juggling home and work needs and being expected to be on constantly. 
Selfless leadership should always be the aim, but so few leaders are able to achieve it. Leading from the top means leading for the greater good of your team, organization, government, etc. It means rolling up your sleeves alongside those you manage. It means demonstrating empathy and emotional intelligence. It should be easy, right? Well, grab opportunities to learn more about leadership. There are many forums discussing it currently. What is needed in a post-pandemic world? Amal Rajan discussed it with a panel of international thinkers last week on BBC Radio. It is worth a listen. Books and online learning programmes can also be good, but choose the right ones. And then, when you are ready, stick your neck out. Show your organisation that you have what it takes. Some say that true leaders are born, not made. I disagree. Some real thought and application can work wonders on what can be achieved. So over the last year, so much has changed, yet so much is the same. What you know, who you know, and how you apply that knowledge has always been important. But now the areas where knowledge is needed are broader. The ability to show versatility and continuous personal development are essential. The size and quality of your network matters far more, both in finding a job and in demonstrating the value you can bring to it. And finally, the commitment you show to change, to innovation and to delivering positive outcomes will most likely be the single biggest factor in showing that you have the talents to truly make a difference. <laughs>